can't make me, sucks can't break me. Back to back jazz, but I'm still getting lazy. Just to walk through and have them hoes going crazy. All this cash money got me stuntin' like a baby. Posted up with Nikki, that's when it get tricky. Niggas in they feelings, that's when it get drizzy. Speaking on the chases, definitely get busy. We get money, stay a hundred, we'll never keep it fifty. And no cosign of rats over here, my G. Only scopes on them straps over here, my G. Lot of security with badges over there, I see. We brought the law with you, I brought them headers with me. It ain't a nigga that I met, I thought was willer than me. I'm about to take them full quarter, I can feel it in me. So that's how we starting off this Friday's episode of SOM Talk Line. She host Ruben Wood. And as you can see, you know, recently Meek Mill, he been on uh, Funk Flex. And he was doing his little freestyle and everything, 2017 freestyle. So he dissed Drake, he dissed the game, he dissed 50 Cent. Uh, you know, he, he, I guess he might even took a couple of shots at uh, Beanie Siegel as well. So I really want to know what y'all opinion is because personally, if I was him, I probably would have left well enough alone, but that's just my personal opinion. So, uh, you know, as long as it don't get to the, the art of war and violence and everything, it's all good. Just keep it with the bars. But I really don't think that uh, he, he should have did that. So I want to know what y'all's opinion is, you know. Let us know. But that's how we kicking it off. Another episode of SOM Talk Live. Uh, so let's get up into this interview with Pharaoh Reigns. As y'all already know, this dude right now is in a lawsuit with Carly Red because allegedly... Um, Originally, she tried to uh, make a statement that he raped her, or, you know, did some some uh, other things to her, allegedly, in their hotel room. Well, I actually come to find out it was his hotel room. So uh, she actually got kicked out because, you know, he told her he wasn't going to be dealing with her anymore. But, you know, I'm going to let him tell his side of the story and everything and let y'all know what's really going on. So, uh, yeah, keep it locked. That's when I talk live. It's your host, Ruben Wood. And this Friday, you already know it's time to turn up. So, uh, the first question that I do actually want to ask you. Now, you were dating Carly Red, right? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking for a little minute. <laughs> <laughs> Go straight into it, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, so, yeah, we're talking for a little minute. Now, I see that you're an actual pop artist. Now, why did you choose right. to be a pop artist as opposed to um, any other genre? I just felt like I wanted to do something different, you know? I mean, the music industry is open for all aspects and for change. And I just felt behind making music? Um, you know, I always try to get in the studio and always 
try to try to go all out. You know, I I I I love uh, Michael Jackson sounds, Prince sounds. You know, Chris Brown got some some killer ones. You know, Flo Rida, Pitbull, just a couple of these guys that's in the game that have been in the game for years that are making a strong impact in our world today. That you know, when I go in there, I try to make one of those songs that's gonna last forever. It's gonna be a lifetime vibe, a lifetime, lifetime feel good music. You know, so right so now how did you come across meeting Carly Red? gotta ask you that um well me and uh, me and Ma we got met at uh she came to uh one of my venues I had a release party that was going on out here in Atlanta mm-hmm. and uh you know she was um she she was invited and you know she she rode on the side of me to the event and we chilled and, and from that time then we've just been chilling ever since you know we've just been connecting and you know what I mean she was a really cool person at that time where you know she was just open and, it, and we just had a really good time fluctuating with each other so it was pretty cool so this wasn't during the time she was talking to life though was it I, I don't even know to be honest with you because you see I don't really pay attention to her, her life besides her telling me what it is she tell me a lot of stuff it's just show you know what I mean it's just reality or whatever from what I was hearing from other people and so forth so I really paid that stuff that much I ain't paid that much of attention I just looked at her I tried to vibe with her for her being who she was in front of me not her past or what she had going on with her present or, or whatever you know so okay definitely that's what's up so do you feel like uh, some of the stuff that she did have going on kind of overshadowed who you were in your career actually somewhat of a mentor. She was trying to go ahead and get me to the to dots of where I was trying to go. She was actually being supportive. She really liked the music and she liked the energy I was putting out. And we just, like we really was just, we was a team. It was actually, uh, we was having a lot of fun together. You know what I mean? I brought life back to her. And in a sense, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know why I'm laughing, right? <laughs> You know, and that's when she just went haywire. You know, she just went crazy. So, 
Yeah, you probably should have sent that in more so a uh, text message, you know. Right, I, I should have, I should have. See, I've never been in a situation I've dealt with a person of a statue before, so I didn't know how to, you know, handle it. I just thought I'd be me, like, yo, my look, this is what it is, you know, such a session, call it a day, and it just turned out to be something a little bit more than what it was supposed to be. So I'm like, oh, man, what did I get myself into? Like, seriously, I was like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh. So, Pharaoh, where does where does yeah. the name come from? Where does that originate from? It originates from my dad, man. You know, my dad is um, my dad is from Egypt. Um, born and raised. Um, you know, worked with uh, a lot of tribes and things out there like that and so forth. And I didn't really get too much into detail of it because he wasn't around for me when I was growing up. But uh, he gave me the name when I was born, and I just decided to go ahead and use that name to my advantage and do a little bit of studying on my own history just to see how our people was and, 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 and how we thrive to be to where we are today. And a lot of things are missing, but hopefully within music, which is a, a major key in this world today, I can bring some of that back within good music. Right, right. Okay. That's definitely what's up. So um, have you ever been to Egypt to visit, you know, any of your family, anything like that or... No, I'm not sure. I haven't made a trip out there yet. I've been so tied up with all the shows and things like that, and you know, getting older. So, you know, I'm I'm expanding right now. I'm definitely expanding, but I can't wait to make a trip out there, well, back to the motherland, and just to visualize and to see what's going on out there. You know, just to be a part of that unity. And I think it's gonna be a good luck. Right, definitely. So let's talk about uh, so good. Okay. So. Um, awesome. awesome. How, what, what was the inspiration behind making that record and how do you feel about the success of it? Um, I feel personally, um, I think the record was an awesome record. Um, I want to say a big shout out to the exclusives for helping me to go ahead and create the record. These guys did an awesome job with it um, by uh, uh, producing the track. Um, we just made that song overnight. That was actually our first night actually meeting. We stayed in the, in the studio that whole night till morning and, and actually laid the whole song down. And that was actually my first uh, real song that I was actually going to go ahead and release to out the world. And, you know, I just wanted to make something because it, it's just, everything's just so violent, man. Everything's just so crazy right now. And I wanted to, you know, just give give it a little bit more of a step, a little bit more of everybody just put their hands up and just have a good time instead of everybody just wants some other stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to make that radio friendly, that good vibe. That, that that everlasting music and that's what that song meant to me and that's what I released it and that's what it did so I'm really I'm really thankful for that right so how do you feel about the current situation and everything that is going on within the black community and you see all the uh, police brutality man um, it's, it's tragedy right now it's tragedy it's, it's, it's really overwhelming it, it, it's, it's, I can't even express the words of, of really what to say about the situation. I just feel that, you know, we just, it's just got to be a lot of changes that need to be made and um, a lot of prayer. I mean, we just really got to stay prayed up because um, this economy right now, we already going through harsh times amongst ourselves because the cops will be coming after us and doing violent things towards us for no apparent reason whatsoever to the point that we have to strike back. It's just really. You know, it's like, it's crazy. It's just, uh, like I said, it's, it's less the words. I just pray for everybody, man. I just hope we can overcome this, you know, because we need to. This is, 
it's bizarre right now. I'm just I'm just praying for everybody. And I hope everybody stays praying up and we'll be all right. Right. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, <laughs> so uh, another question that we do also want to ask you is, how do you feel that you differ from people like you know the tourists? Tour I said tourists, the Tory Lanes and uh, the Bryson Tillers. Say again. How do you feel that? you know, you set yourself aside or that you're different from the Tory Lanes or the Bryson Tillers that are coming out? I feel that personally to me, I feel well actually to the world, I think they guys we see that now, I bring a total package. You know what I mean? I just don't have a song and a dance. I have an image to go behind that. You know what I mean? I claim the Pharaoh. I am Pharaoh. You know, it's in my bloodline. You know what I mean? They can research about me. This is not a gimmick. And I feel like that um, my music is uh, a, a, a stronger uphold, a, a stronger uphold of a crowd that I commend because you know I'm dealing with DJ Skrillex and Dead Mouse and, and a crowd of that magnitude that that embraces music right now, that accepts music, and you know a lot of people really right now is not really paying for records anymore, so it's hard to get record sales and things like that and so forth. But I feel that the music that I'm providing right now is actually selling. Uh, clothes are selling, everything is selling, so I feel like I have more of a bigger marketing strategy right now. That is like a McDonald brand, a McDonald brand, you just gotta have it. So it's, it's, it's a good look. Right. Yeah, that's always a good look when you are selling and everything. So, what advice would you give to uh, independent artists that are trying to make it into the entertainment industry? on marketing strategies or tips for uh, independent artists or you gonna keep you gonna keep those gems to yourself. Yeah, I'll keep my gym, I ain't gonna lie to you on that. my gyms are day by day. I'm like, okay, I can do this, I can do that. So, uh, I gotta keep my gyms up. You know, everybody just gotta know that at the end of the day, I mean music is one aspect and that's what we all respect, but at the end of the day, we love music, but music is not really paying like how it normally like how it paid back in the day. So with that being said, you gotta look for another opportunity, another way within your music to keep your music alive and keep things afloat. So that's the best gym I can get. <laughs> get to work, you know. <laughs> right, right. And I guess in a nutshell, it would be uh, for them to, like you just said, understand their brand and, and look at some other things as a whole in the entertainment industry. But you know, learn the business, right? Because I tell a lot of them that all the time to learn the business. Yeah, definitely got to learn it. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm still learning. There's just so much to learn. It's like it's everlasting. You're always going to find out something new when you deal with somebody different. Right. It's always, it's always a new method of how to do something. You know what I mean? So um, just prepare to, uh, prepare to learn because it's a learning experience. I definitely agree with that. So, uh, when can we expect some, some, you know, follow-up, single, more music, albums, tour? Well, you know, we um, I'm getting show by show here and there. Uh, I know we got some tours lined up. I don't have an exact date. I know we got some reality shows lined up. I think that um, my PR right now, she's got me on um, Saints and Sinners, and then I think she also got me on Celebrity Moms. It's supposed to be talking about love and hip-hop. I think that's still in the air right now. Um, trying to go ahead and figure that one out. Um, but uh, other than that, um, we got a new single that's supposed to be driving hopefully sometime in October, uh, second single. And um, that's going to be a killer. It's going to be another strong, positive song, radio ready. My music is always radio ready. That's the, that's the blessing about it. You know, it's nothing derogatory towards our people, towards anybody or anything like that because there's no need to. I don't need to do all that to still make a banger, you know? And um, personally, that's the way I feel. Everybody has their own method. Um, and um, I think it's going to be pretty good. I don't know the exact date, but uh, I think it's going to be one of those smash songs that's going to take us all the way to the new year, and, uh, and hopefully furthermore. So. Okay, that's definitely what's up, man. Um, so where can people find you at on social media and online? Okay, you can find me on the Feral. You can find me at theferalrange.com. Instagram, you can find me at feralrange. Twitter, feralrange. SoundCloud, YouTube, all the fellow rings. Um, that's where I'm at. You know, I mean, they can check me out there. Um, everything is selling. Everything is booming. We having a good time, and they enjoy everything. So hopefully, they swing through. Say what up? Okay. So now, uh, Carly Red won't be joining the uh, new season of Love and Hip Hop, will she? Not if you don't know. Right? <laughs> Nah, not, not with that restraining order in place. I don't think she will be anywhere near me right now. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah, the judge said 200 yards, B. 200 yards. <laughs> the judge is not playing right now. Okay. But, you know, I really expect the judge's opinion. I really expect my team for, for helping me through the situation because this was a crisis for me. As a young artist coming up, for a female of her stature to sit here and, and, and allege that she was uh, assaulted and raped in my own hotel room for things to blow up to this proportion where I had to go ahead and get my team to go ahead and try to clear all the deficit up to show I'm not that person that she not to show up to any court courtroom proceeding on any of the stuff that she allegedly stated and ran off when the police came and complained how to go speak for me now because of the fact that she knows what's real. You know, it's crazy right now, you know what I mean? I'm still trying to overcome and shake that off because, you know, us being young black man, a black man, period, for any woman to allege anything in the statute of that alone would get us fucking locked up for life, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's just some, some bizarre stuff, so it's, it's crazy, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, man, you got to watch these women out here, you know. I but you know, sometimes you know, we, don't, we don't know that. Sometimes we look at a woman and we see that the, 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 the shell's got the, the nice look and then we try to see the mindset of life and if the mindset matches the shell, then we all game. And she came with the shell looking all right and the mindset was there. It's just cracked. I don't know what happened. The shit just split in half. I was like, yo. Yeah, man, you know. Um. <laughs> 
we call you like family right now. We don't even know if you're dragging All right, all this. <laughs> wonderful interview with Pharaoh Reigns. Shout out to Pharaoh Reigns. Um, I know Carly Rae might be a little pissed off, but it's all good though. You know, I mean, the truth will set you free anyway, so you know, you always got to keep it real. Uh, make sure you all tune in next week. Uh, we got a surprise guests for you all. Um, also, we got another episode coming up with an emerging independent artist. Sophia Dennis. So be on the lookout for that. You know, especially if you listen to uh pop music and everything. We got a lot of other celebrity guests that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. And hey, SOM Talk Live might even be coming on more than just on Fridays. So keep it locked. Make sure you keep tuning in. Shout out to everybody who do listen to us, you know, who hear us and give us actual feedback. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. And make sure you keep it locked again. I'm your host, Ruben Woods, SOM Talk Live.